Alrighty. So here we go. Um, I just paid for podcast hosting for the very first time. I've been doing it on the free plan and things like that, but I've reached the end of the time. So if you noticed, my beginning episodes started to fall away from being available for downloads and stuff. But I just paid for it, and so now I have unlimited hosting kind of thing. For unlimited times, I have to keep paying for it, obviously. But um, So that's exciting. There's been a lot going on this summer, so the podcast kind of got put on the back burner. There's a lot that happened real fast, real quick, it seems like. And now that summer's over, um, things are settling back in, and I'm getting in the groove of things. I, on Tuesdays, only have one kiddo, and he is napping Hopefully he doesn't give up those morning naps. And so we can do this podcast thing and get this going again. Um, So an update on my summer. We took a trip to Florida at the beginning of the summer. We flew. My kids did amazing on the airplane. We loved the beach. We met my sister and her family there. Um, Good time had by all. And then we also took a trip to see more family. We drove a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, The kiddos did great in the car, though. Saw lots of family, did lots of things. My son got to catch six fish. He will tell you all about his six fish, which is pretty cute. Also, not sure where my kid learned that two plus two plus two equals six, but he figured it out, and that's how many fish he caught, which was pretty interesting. So amongst all of that, what happened, really craziness, I was going to work on the podcast, but it got backburnered because um, my last one did not record very well, and I was trying to do that while I was painting the front door because we were going to list our house for sale. Um, Well, it turns out that we found a house that we liked. We put an offer in on it, I guess you could say, and it was contingent on us selling the other house. So we listed the house, we got it ready to show, we put everything, like we did all of the things, and we are now moved into the new house. The old house is sold and gone. And that all happened within six weeks. That's a very quick turnaround when you have two children and we're sort of prepared to sell the house, but not really. Um, so needless to say, a lot of things got back burnered. And now I have a moment. And so I'm making time for my podcast. And we're going to get this advice with Miss B thing up and going. Okay. So... The other fun news is my oldest kiddo got to start preschool today, which is the other reason I'm able to do this right now. Um, He did not have a good spring semester at preschool. He was thrown in, didn't know it. It was overwhelming. Um, We went to back to school night, though. He made a cool friend, and I'm really hoping that today does really well for him. And I get to go pick him up in a little bit, and I'm hoping, hoping he wasn't too overwhelmed with all the other kiddos, but he's going to love it because being stuck at home with mom all day, every day is not going to be fun for him. So today I wanted to talk about plans and how plans change. So we did not plan on buying this house and moving in six weeks, and yet we did plan on it because we've been looking for two years. But like plans change continuously and constantly. And a friend posted a blog post. She started a blog a long time ago to kind of process some of her thoughts and feelings and share them with the world. And today's blog post was, to me, the part that resonated the most. I know there's different parts too, but what really stood out was the fact that like you can have plans for your life and for things in general, and they can change. So what she'd always thought her life would be like just ended up not happening. Lots of different things happened, and the idea of a plan that she had in her head is not anything like her life happened 
Um, she learned a lot about herself in the process and what she really wanted versus what she was kind of picturing was expected of her and what others told her she should want and things of that nature. And then I signed up for the podcast hosting and I had to giggle because like the first screen that popped up after I did all that and got myself something to drink and all this other stuff and sat back down uh, right across the top of the screen. It says, you can always change your plan. And I was like, wow, like I was just thinking about doing a podcast about changing your plans. And like, I think this is a sign that I need to do a podcast about changing your plans because although I just signed up for podcast hosting and I can always change my posting plan, I, that's what the page is about. But like the first sentence literally was, you can always change your plan at any time. And I think that kind of needs to be a motto for a lot of people is you can always change your plan. Okay. That's hard for some of us to remember. Um, being a stay at home mom was never in my plans and it somewhat still isn't. I cannot bring myself to tell people oh, I'm a stay at home mom because in my mind, I'm a teacher and I'm just taking the year off. I'm going back to teaching. Like I worked really hard to become a teacher and I want to be a teacher, but right now that can't be in our plans. Like there's other things that need to happen. And for my mental stability and everything else, I just, I'm not a teacher right now. I am a stay at home mom technically, but again, I just, this, I strived so hard to work at other plans and it's hard for me to shift and make this my plan. Um, but I'm doing it and it's, it's fun. Um, so my plans personally have changed so many times over the years and I am very glad that they did. So career-wise, I originally wanted to be in junior high. I remember looking up a way to do like in eighth or ninth grade, a career exploration project. And we had to pick a career and we had to research it and everything else. And it was ideally, if you knew what you wanted to do, it was to get a better idea of what education you needed and what salary you could make and things like that. And I thought it would be amazingly awesome to be an equine massage therapist. Okay. And I did this report on it. And at the time, way back in the day, so that was what, early 2000s? Yeah. Just when the internet for research was really becoming a thing. Um, an equine massage therapist earned on average $150 an hour to pet horses. Like you were, you massaged horses. And I know it sounds absolutely crazy and, it, and to make that much money sounds absolutely crazy, but your ideal jobs are around like the Kentucky Derby and things like that. You go find the the really high dollar horses that people spend what seems like billions of dollars on these horses and these bloodlines and things like that for races because they can make a lot of money through the races and they pay people to massage their horses to keep their horses in tip-top shape. And to me, that sounds like an amazing gig, right? Like why would you not want to get paid to pet horses all day? Obviously there's way more to it. And if you are an equine massage therapist, please let me know because I would love to meet you and talk to you about what you get to do every day. Um, that plan changed for me when I learned you have to know all of the different muscles and bones and body parts. And anybody who's ever had me as a teacher will know that I can teach biology if I need to, but I do not enjoy biology, let alone learning all of the terms and words and locations of every muscle in the body. Anatomy does not sound enjoyable to me. I, 
I started my master's program because I had to take an anatomy class because I was going to have to teach an anatomy class. But again, plans changed, didn't stay at that school. And I immediately switched out of the anatomy class into other things that sounded more interesting because no, just not me. So I had to shuffle, shuffle my plans from being an equine massage therapist in junior high to I decided I want to be an architect. I would love to design houses. That would be so amazing. And so I set plans in place and I did, I did a drafting program in high school. So I learned how to do drafting and we got to pick and choose of, do you want to do architectural drafting or do you want to do mechanical drafting? And I was like, Oh, I, I want to be an architect. Why would I not do architectural drafting? And within the first three weeks of getting to pick our pathway, I guess you could say, nobody picked mechanical. It was all architectural. And we were assigned to memorize the lumber sizes. So I don't know if you know this or not, but you go to a store and you buy a two by four. It's not actually two inches by four inches. You would think it is, but it's not. It's actually like one and three quarters by three and a half inches or some weirdness like this. And then like Sometimes it's a quarter inch off. Sometimes it's a half inch off. It depends on the board and all this other good stuff. So like a four by four isn't the same as it's, it's insane. And I said, no, I'm not doing that. Like that does not sound enjoyable to me. I'd rather somebody else do that. And I was like, let's do mechanical instead. And I really loved mechanical drafting, loved it. Um, and then I started a job as an engineering technician and I actually ended up doing civil drafting for a job. I didn't even do mechanical or architectural. I have looked into possibly doing some architectural stuff, but more of like remodeling things, not necessarily like designing a whole house and also haven't gotten very far on that because I landed on podcasting instead as a free side gig. Well, not free, but as a side gig to do while I was taking the year off. Um, so after architect became drafter, and after drafting and working at an engineering firm, I was like, hey, I think I want to be an engineer. I want to be a mechanical engineer, but not the HVAC mechanical. That's a different kind of mechanical. I wanted to go like do machine processing and things like that, um, which makes me really wish I would have done CNC in college instead of drafting. I think I would have been cooler at that. But um, after looking at engineering programs, I landed on finding one that had a teaching teaching certificate that went with it. And then I was like, well, that's dumb. Why am I going to spend all this money to get a teaching certificate with an engineering degree when I could just go to school to be a teacher and focus on some of those engineering classes? So I found a program that let me go to school to be a science teacher and focus on teaching physics. So engineering classes were my elective classes, which when I would tell my, my classmates this in college, they were like, you are absolutely nuts that you're in this class as an elective. Like this is your fun class and this is what you picked and this is our required class and we hate it. Um, But anyways, so I became a teacher and now I'm taking a year off from that and I'm exploring what other things I can do and eventually keep as a side gig or like, Hey, make me go famous as a podcaster and I'll do this as a living. I don't care. But um, even in my personal life plans changed quite a bit. So when I was in high school, we were always my family always impressed upon me that we would go to college. It didn't matter if you went to a two-year college, a four-year college, whatever, you were going to college. And so I looked for colleges near extended family. 
I did not get to grow up near my grandparents or my cousins or anything like that. I did get to go visit frequently, especially in the summer. Oh, okay, frequently. I would go spend summers with my grandma and hang out with my cousins because they all live nearby, my aunts and uncles and everything else, and that was really fun. We might go, we might have gone for Christmas, maybe Easter or Thanksgiving, depending on the year kind of thing. But so I decided I want to go and have that experience and I wanted to live near them. So I, I looked at colleges that were near them. And then I also was like, well, maybe, you know, I could go and be adventurous. And so I looked for colleges far away. I looked in Vermont was one of the colleges. Also, just so you know, I looked at two-year colleges in Vermont because why not? Um, I ended up settling on college near home because I had a two-year free scholarship through the state of, there's the whole thing. Um, and it was really good for me to have that two-year free college, I guess, at the time, because I didn't have any other way to pay for college. And then I realized I was also staying closer to home just because I was dating a boy, and family was nearby. My sister had my nephew, and I just kind of wanted to stay close to what I always knew. And although I moved a couple hours away, it's still just it was still close to home. And then that relationship exploded. Another relationship exploded, like just different things happened. And I realized that I didn't want to stay there. That's not where I wanted to be in my own personal life. Like I wanted to go out and have experiences. I didn't want to be stuck there. And I saw people I went to high school with and I just, I'm glad that they were happy with their lives and I hope that they still are happy with their lives. I just wanted more and something different. And in order to get different, I had to go somewhere different. And so I decided to have like the year of me. I <laughs> I said, I'm not dating anybody. I'm just going to have fun for a year. I'm going to focus on me and figure out what I want to do. And I switched colleges. I decided then to go to college in Hawaii. I decided to pursue a teaching career or yeah, teaching career kind of thing. Um, I just wanted to move. I wanted to move elsewhere. I wanted to live and I wanted to maybe travel the world and teach everywhere. When I was in college going to school for teaching, I would watch job boards for teaching overseas. I looked at department of defense schools for teaching in Europe. Um, like you can always go back home you can always go back to where you came from, but you don't always get the chance to go and see the rest of the world. So I was like, heck yeah, let's do this. Let's, let's go. So change can be fun. Change can also be really, really scary. Um, I have had times where I laid on the floor having a panic attack. I couldn't breathe. I was panicking. I had no idea what I was going to do because suddenly something outside of my control changed my plans on me. And I really, really struggled with that. And then I had to allow myself time to mourn those plans in a way of, and sometimes it was, you know, I'm going to set a timer for five minutes and cry about this. And other times I, I gave myself a week or so to be sad and upset that what I had wanted to happen wasn't going to happen and that it just wasn't possible anymore. Um, and then I would make a new plan. That was how I focused on it is, okay. I'm done. I've mourned it. Time to move on. What's next? What are we going to do instead? What else would I like to do at this point in my life and look forward to? And uh, crazy dreams, right? Super crazy dreams. And then could I make them happen? Okay. So here's my advice and tips to you guys. If you're still in high school, 
make a plan. Like I'm not saying never make plans, just be prepared for them to change. And that goes anywhere you are, high school or out of the world or whatever type of thing. Um, but especially in high school, make a plan. What is your plan for this year? Teachers always, you know, have you set goals and everybody's like, Oh, I want to get an A in this class, blah, 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 blah. blah. Like that's, that's lame. Um, that's just the cookie cutter. That's what you think they want to hear kind of thing. But like, make a plan. What do you want to do in the next five years? What do you want to do while you're still in high school? What do you, what do you want to do? And it doesn't just have to be related to a class kind of thing, but make a plan. And the cool part is it doesn't have to be the plan you think others want you to have. And it doesn't have to be the plan that you currently are working on. You can change that plan at any time. There was a student, shout out to Betty. Um, Betty was an amazing student. She was a leader. She, we did a lot of group work and Betty was always the one to step up, keep people on task, like tell kids who were goofing off to knock it off. And she, they listened to her and Betty was just an amazing, awesome student. And one day I sat back and I looked at Betty and I watched her interact with her group. And I was just like, wait, Betty was the one that we were warned about. So her teachers the year before were like, hey, you got to keep an eye on Betty. Like, people follow her. She doesn't always make the best decisions. She can kind of be a bully sometimes. Like, you got to, you know, just keep a lookout for Betty. And I was like, this is not a kid I would warn somebody about. This is a kid that I'd be like, you are going to be so lucky to have Betty. So I called Betty over. And I was like, Betty, what happened? Like, what, this isn't the Betty that we were told we were getting. And Betty told me that on the first day of school, the history teacher had given a speech to the entire team of middle schoolers that we were teaching. And in the speech, he mentioned that we don't know you. You get to decide who you are to us today. And who you show us you are is who you will be. And you can make that change. You can change who you are. Like it's a new year. You can have a new you type of thing. And Betty was like, I reflected on who I was the last couple years. And I realized that that's not who I wanted to be. That's not who I wanted to be known as. And so I made the conscious decision to change. And Betty changed for the better and was an amazing student has gone on to do some amazing things. And I'm super proud. I kind of stalk her on Instagram every once in a while, but like, you have the ability to change who you are. It is a new school year. Your teachers may or may not know you. And even if they do, like you can still reinvent who you are. Everybody grows every summer and changes and does different things. So you don't have to be the same you. You can change your plans at any time. Okay. And that includes who you want to be in the classroom. If you think you might struggle and slip into old ways that you don't want to, ask friends for help. It might also include finding new friends, just so you know, as a heads up, hanging out with different people is okay. Um, It may include, you know, telling your teachers like, hey, I'm really working on this. Can you help me? Here's how you could help me if you're interested type of thing. Um, If you are already out there in the world, let's say you're going to a trade school. It's very possible to change your trade. I know it sounds daunting and I know you may have invested a lot of time and energy and effort. But guaranteed, if you have more than one love of a trade, there is a spot somewhere in the world for you. You can find your niche. You can find your little spot. 
um, you just might not know what's out there yet, or you can even create it, which is the cool part. If you're in college, you have a major, yes, but you can also change it. It's It doesn't take long to change your major at all. You just have to go talk to your advisor. You can probably even email them and be like, hey, I think I want to change my major. What does it take? It might take some paperwork. You might have to do some back classes. Like, It's, it's possible, though. You can change your major. If you're out there in a career and a job, you also still have the ability to change. You can take your knowledge and tweak it and apply it to a new situation. It might be difficult, but you can do it. The coolest part about COVID is it made people really question what they wanted in life and what was important to them. And it forced people to be creative in how they could fit that in with their life and their style. A ton of people who had kids had to change positions. A lot of people wanted to be closer to family. They realized not being able to see their family for so long, family was important to them more than they thought. And so they, they had to switch careers. They had to switch jobs. And the other thing about that that's pretty cool is companies had had to change. People forced companies to change. Um, and those that aren't changing aren't attracting and keeping the employees that they thought they wanted or that they need. Um, for example, my husband got a new position. He's now a manager. He has people below him. And in the first two months of him being in that position, he's lost two employees. It has nothing to do with him. It's just kind of company policies. They don't get enough time off. They don't get enough remote work abilities. And they both left to the same company that will allow them to work 100% remotely from anywhere in the world that they want. And it gave them a 50% pay increase. Not going to lie, I turned to my husband and I said, do you want to apply for a 50% pay increase? We could live anywhere we wanted. That would be amazing. Um, <laughs> he's not looking at the moment, though. But, like, you can still change your plans. They can constantly change. Ideally, you want to change them on your terms, but just know that the world may change them whether you like it or not. And being able to shift and, I guess, tweak those plans is a very important life skill. And yes, it's okay to be upset that they changed. It's okay to mourn the loss of the plans that you had, but you can't be stuck in that. You have to wake up and pivot and do something different. So as of this podcast, I've decided that I'm no longer a teacher taking a year off to be at home with my kids. Instead, I am a teacher still, yeah, taking a year off. But instead, when somebody asks me from now on, what do you do? I'm going to let them know that I am a podcaster. And by being a podcaster, I'm able to stay home with my kids. And although I'm not making any money at it, I do have a backup plan that in a year I will go back to teaching. Um, but right now I'm making a go at my podcast. And so that's my new official job title is podcaster. Maybe I'll do podcaster mom. Like that's just what I am now. Okay. So that is the end of this episode. And I have another one to get recorded before the baby wakes up. So again, like share, I'm going to try to be more social on active, social on active media more active on social media. So go like my Instagram at buzzgoesb and uh, I will be working on getting my website up and running over the next couple of weeks, trying to get some blog posts up maybe or something. I just added a thing that I don't even know how to get to that you can provide support. So if you want to financially support me, that'd be cool. Um, there's also a plan for stickers so I can get those up and going. But 
For now, like, share, tell all your friends, download the episodes, set up to automatically download. I'm on Spotify, I'm on Apple Podcasts, I'm on most of the podcasting forums. So thanks for listening. Hope to see you next week also.